Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. Potato, potato, thumbs podcast. It's Fluffy and the Admiral playing with their fingers and their nips. Welcome, everyone, to the final show of 2018. It's been a crazy year. We actually managed to put out a show all 52 weeks. I was here for 50 of them. One was an excused absence. The other involved wolves. These things happen. Uh, Fluffy mispronounced more words than I knew existed, so there was that. Uh, It was pretty amazing. (laughs) I gave out my address while hammered in the middle of the year. And people actually showed up at my house uh, from that invite. I mean, it was the bads guys, so they don't really count. Uh, Fluffy and I took a trip to New Mexico for out of all places. Who goes to New Mexico? And it was great. It's amazing. Blew me Uh, away. (laughs) We've had a large number of fantastic guests. Friends of the show and new people stop in. Uh, It's been a ton of fun. I really, really love the uh, community we've got, and I'm looking forward to 2019. So let's just get started with uh, Potato Thumbs episode 76. Bravo, man! That that was that might not be our normal intro, but I like <laughs> it, dude. Way to wrap up the year. <laughs> yeah, it was. I left out a lot. I really should have gone through and found like highlights of the show, but. Mm. Uh, I tried for like two episodes and all I could hear were low lights. So I was like, ah, let's just do an overarching. Here are good things that happened. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about doing something like that, man. What a good idea. Good idea. That's why we have you here, man. You you, you are the yin to my yang. <laughs> well, we also have another guest here tonight. We do. Uh, in the spirit of uh, 2019 starting, I don't even know when you're going to release this. Either... Today, no, yesterday, No, I'll, I'll release it Monday, probably, because <laughs> I got to work okay. on Monday, so I'll probably do it Monday. We, we got ourselves our uh, resident fitness guru, uh, Snatching Panda, joining us this evening. Get us uh, ready to rock and roll to turn 2019 into a banner year. Hey, guys. Hey, hey Panda, how you doing tonight? Oh, I'm not too bad. Just, uh, just ate some chicken wings that I uh, cooked up real nice. Good way to get ready for a podcast is eat some uh, hot wings. It's <laughs> usually a good plan. Um, if it makes you feel better, I had a piece of chocolate that was um, very heavily infused with um, Carolina Reaper peppers. So I also had a chocolatey version of hot wings before the show <laughs> i was not expecting uh infused with peppers for some reason yes. or another my mom my mom got this for me as a gift and uh one is uh there's dark chocolate milk chocolate and white chocolate which is a fudge but still the best chocolate and there is one is infused with carolina reapers one is infused with ghost peppers and one is infused with it's not Trinidad Scorpion, but it's a it's a different, uh, super hot, don't want to eat for fun type of pepper, um, and they are uh, they are quite delicious, I must say. 
it is Scorpion Moraga. Mm. Or Moraga. It's M-O-R-U-G-A. I don't know. Either way. All right. Yeah. So everyone's sinuses are clean. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's the best way to start a show. <laughs> uh, you know, and as we start the show, every single show, I take my cell phone and I silence it, right? All right. I do my best to remember that. And every time I do it, a little piece of fear in, inside of me appears because I'm on call every morning starting at like 4 or 5 a.m. And so if I get too wasted during the show and forget to turn my ringer back on, I potentially miss a bunch of calls and then my boss gets woken up instead of me. And <laughs> this ends in 2019. This is the last episode where if I shut off all of my ringers, I, I don't have to worry because starting in 2019, starting Wednesday, I'm no longer on call support every single morning. So that would be nice. So we're expecting nice. some more... Uh, rowdy podcast in 2019. Now that you don't have that <laughs> hanging over yeah. you, I'm down. To keep I'm down. From drinking I, too much. <laughs> you know, I uh, as long as I'm putting up good numbers on the weight loss, I will be uh, showing up in full form to uh, put down those beers and regret everything I say by the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah, it could always be worse. You could be like uh, our good friend uh, JC Jesse last night on Bad's 100 and share a video from your childhood instead. Yeah, yeah, I didn't, I, I dropped off, like, the last, I think, half hour or so of the show, just because we had guests, like, that showed up, like, 30 minutes before the recording started, so I was like, ah, I really want to watch the end of the show, but I should probably not be rude and go say hi to my family, um, and I saw the tweets this morning, and I've seen this video that he shared, I saw it in Discord when he first started posting it, it's pretty ridiculous, yeah, yeah, you should definitely check out that episode of Bads on VOD. If if you're going to listen to it, uh, that's good, but you got to see the video, too. Yeah. So VOD might be where you want to go to there check There was a out. lot of visual jokes in the video. 2018 can't end soon enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> inside jokes aside, Panda, you've been on our show, shit, man, like Four or five times? How many times have you I think been on? This is the fourth time now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow, that's awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah. Keep you're, coming back. You keep inviting pre- me back. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you were don't pretty know early on too, weren't you? You were like, I know Chuck was the first one, but you were pretty early on Episode too. Episode four, five. It was like three or four. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I uh. I would like I would like to say that uh, our 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 tool loads quickly, but uh, it took a second of vamping for me to get to the bottom. Uh, episode four, 42 ounces of freedom featuring Snatching Panda. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure our audio is atrocious on that one. Uh, I think that was our. It was pretty bad. It was it was like especially bad because we screwed up something with it. Uh I know that was the one that afterwards I was like, oh, man, we did Panda bad, uh, did Panda wrong for that one. And we <laughs> we fixed it up. So I know I tell people if you want to start listening to good audio, start at uh, like episode five. So I would say no start at like episode like 30 or 40 somewhere in there. Although, uh, honestly, if you're listening to the show for the first time and you want to go back, don't go too far back because we yeah. talk about stuff that happens during Destiny during that week. Yeah. Uh, so 
unless you have some sort of nostalgia kick for a random week during the Destiny 2 year. Uh, <laughs> Probably just want to stick to the more recent events. Some uh, some podcasts are like an aged wine, right? Like a fine wine that that gets better with age. We are like some fucked up, like scrambled eggs that someone left outside in like a hundred and three degree heat with a bunch of humidity and there are bugs everywhere. <laughs> if you let it sit too long, it's just going to be a bad, bad situation. I mean, the way you're selling it, <laughs> if you eat it at, at this very moment, it's probably a bad, bad situation. <laughs> oh, your marketing I'm, skills are unparalleled. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I'm pretty know. sure my my second episode was right after Curse of Osiris dropped. And so I remember trying really hard to be positive about it. We were talking about it, but man, it was a struggle. Yeah. It was a tough time. You, um, yeah, you jumped off the Destiny ship. Uh, around that time didn't you for quite some time no i stuck i stuck around i was i would turn on my xbox and load into the tower and try to figure out what i was going to do and then i would look around for a little bit and then just turn off my xbox <laughs> <laughs> oh dude xbox was such a bitch last night um i was on my friday nights panda i, I try and get on with these guys and we do the raid or hang out or do whatever and like we were having one of those nights where you just get constantly dropped from party and only game chat is working and like just the um, I don't know if it was with Xbox or what was going on, but even like playing games. And I don't know if it's because I was in the party with everyone else, but I was like solo queuing Gambit and my game would just pause for like five seconds <laughs> and like nothing would happen. And then it would continue going and it's like all sorts of weird stuff like that. And um I finally got into a match with everyone. I thought it was my Xbox, so I restarted it while I was waiting for their game to end. And I got into a match with them. And then right as it goes, right as we mercied them and said, oh, they've been mercied or whatever Shax's line is, it boots me to orbit. And I get like an error message. And I'm like, the game was over. And you just booted me. All right, I'm fuck this. I'm out, guys. Like I haven't been able to talk to anyone for like a half hour because party keeps dropping and we keep rejoining. And I'm like, I'm just gonna go solo QPC by myself. <laughs> uh, good old Xbox. <laughs> I think my Xbox is uh, gonna need a, a good cleaning in the near future. My cat yeah. likes to lay on top of it from time to time, uh, and it's been. Between that and Thronebreaker running so poorly on it, uh, it's really been struggling the last couple of days. And I'm like, okay, I gotta. I don't have any problems with Destiny. It's only Thronebreaker because I think that game is just really buggy and broken right now. Are you gonna take it apart, mm. or are you just gonna blow the shit out of it? Uh, I think I'm just gonna blow the shit out of it as a first attempt, and then if things yeah. don't get better, we'll move on to the second. Move the or I'll just wait for CD Projekt Red to put out a patch that makes the game not suck for running so um so panda i do want to get into it a little bit but maybe since we're talking about video games we'll go down that road but um you are you and trog trog was going to try and be here with us tonight some things came up and he couldn't join us but you guys have really been pretty awesome on uh helping us with uh staying healthy in this weight loss challenge and and fitness and everything else so that's something that i'm excited for us to like get into and and maybe help some people with 2019 a little bit so let me let's run with that right now that's a good thing to start with you think so yeah we'll 
we can always talk about video games later. Knowing us, it won't be a problem to get back into that. So, okay, so we have our contest is wrapping up. Today is uh, Saturday, and our contest is wrapping up Monday, so in two days on the 31st, which is also when this episode will be released. Um, I did check the... I did updates earlier today. I don't know if anyone's posted um, since I did updates before the show. Uh, but we're doing pretty damn good, guys. Um, let's see. Uh, Potato Thumbs, our Discord has, as a, as a group, lost 2.5% uh, of their body weight. And Distinguished Gentleman has lost 1.16% uh, of their body weight. To put that into pounds, um, we've lost roughly 53 pounds altogether. And Distinguished Gentleman is uh, 13, 19, 30, 32 pounds. <laughs> yep, math checks out. So, yeah. No, I mean, that's cool, though, man. That's huge. Like, I mean, over the hardest part of the year to keep weight off because everyone's doing a million things. I mean, all you people with kids have way more stuff you have to worry about. But even even us uh, lonely people uh, have the trouble of there's a million things going on and food is involved in all of them. Yeah, dude, we had 91 check ins for weight over that period of time. That's good. Yeah, it's nice. pretty awesome. I'm uh I personally am half a pound away from my goal weight. Not my goal goal weight, but my goal weight for this. I was like, oh it'd be really cool if I can get down to what I was when we ended the last competition. And I'm half a pound away, so I'm pretty sure tomorrow morning that's gonna be there. Right we'll see on. How it goes. Yeah. If not, you can always pull the trigger till you make it. So, <laughs> I like that. That's funny. I like that. Um, so, okay. So, what do we want to do? Do we want to talk about the 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 future contest, or should we get some tips from Panda? What do you think, Nips? Oh, we're talking about the future contest first, and then we can chat with Panda because he's always the one who jumps in whenever anyone mentions stuff that they're struggling with, with uh, solid advice on how to work on getting there. So, if everyone remembers, uh, the contest that's currently going on um, is uh, the the winners or a, a person who competed will get $50 and three months of Xbox Live for free. Um, and we thought that was pretty cool, but this next one, we're going to change it up a little bit. So, contest two starts January 1st and goes until March 9th. We figured uh, beginning of March, it's right around spring break time. Let's get fit for spring break. Um, so this is going to be the Get Spring Break Sexy contest. Uh, again, it's Distinguished Gentleman versus Potato Thumbs. We're going to continue to use the weight loss chat rooms that we already have open. It's free for anyone to join. Um, the Discord with the highest percent of lost weight wins the coveted title Spring Break sexy discord uh <laughs> yes yes i it's purposely it's purposely like worded that way i just want to say that all names and rules and regulations and dates were created in the mind of fluffy fingers md uh 
and I just couldn't care enough to say no. So, <laughs> so when I use stupid names like Spring Break, Sexy Discord, <laughs> that's all me. Uh, I don't know, man. I just I love like making it just not function correctly. Just yeah, uh, you do an amazing job All with right. the English language. Might as well bring it to other things too. Okay, so uh, rules are pretty straightforward. Uh, everyone who—that's nine weeks, basically. That's a nine-week period. Everyone who enters their weight, uh, at least seven of the nine weeks, is entered into the drawing. And we're going to do some a little bit different this time. There are going to be two winners selected. Um, Hopefully, one from each Discord is what we're gonna what we're gonna try and go for. Assuming that both Discords have people that participate. Obviously, if that doesn't work out that way, then, <laughs> then we'll, we'll we'll adjust accordingly. But let's let's assume that there's candidates in each Discord. Um, the Potato Thumbs Discord. We're gonna be giving away some Potato Thumbs podcast merchandise. What's that you say? Merchandise? Yes, I'm in. I'm in the process of talking to someone about getting some some potato thumb swag uh created so we have something to give away and then uh the other discord the distinguished gentleman discord uh they're gonna have a mystery prize uh and that mystery prize will be provided by one uh, jc jesse and uh he he wasn't sure exactly what he was going to use yet but it's going to be something along the lines of like what we're doing where we're probably giving away like a t-shirt or a sweatshirt or something God, I hope he just flies somebody out to his house and then they recreate that Welcome to the Jungle video from last night. <laughs> he might do that. He might do that. Uh, everyone who participates must post a starting weight picture and an ending weight picture on the scale. Um, and then we have the links that we're using now. We'll probably just reuse the same links and uh, just enter your weight on that way via the Discord channel. If you have any questions, you can ping any of us or just jump in the channel and ask. I'm active in both. And uh, yeah, that's it. So nine weeks, get some merch this time instead of a gift card. And uh, hopefully we'll all get sexy together. I mean, individually, but at the same time, not getting sexy together. No, I I really like, I want us to get sexy together. Individually (laughs) at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, get sexy with us we'll pay you it's totally not prostitution um (laughs) so okay panda so let's uh let's break this down a little bit so first of all we have a new year right new year new me i want to i want to really get into into making myself sexy with admiral nips together in the same area um what what is what is a, a good way to start off? Like what what do you, what's a good thing to focus on? What do you think of when you're thinking about changing your lifestyle and getting healthy again? Yeah, so I'd say the first thing you want to focus on is is setting a goal, something that's achievable that you can that you can take care of and in, in within the time frame, but have something to shoot for so you know what you're what you're what you're shooting for. Um, I'd say that you'd want to figure out how you want to go about it because there's there's tons of ways you can lose weight there's not just one way you know you can you can exercise a ton and and eat healthy and not worry about tracking or anything or you can track everything you eat and and do like a calorie restricted diet 
or you can do intermittent fasting or uh, like a paleo diet or a primal diet or South Beach diet or any whatever diet of the month there is. Um, but it's got to be something that you can do and stick with because that's the key is, is the consistency is that no matter what you're going to do, it doesn't it's you're not going to get to where you want to be if you don't stay consistent throughout the entire time. And by like staying consistent, right? Like, um, I know for me, it helps to like track or have an app that I can track stuff, um, you know, and just be constantly like updating that, looking at it and, and just keeping myself in check. Uh, what do what do you use to help you stay consistent? Yeah. So over, let's see. So I get, maybe I'll go back and kind of begin with my weight loss fitness journey because it sort of started so after after i turned like 21 like a lot of people uh i found alcohol and i realized that uh i could pack away a lot of weight really quickly by just drinking a lot of alcohol so i managed to uh go from about 180 pounds to about 230 in like two years and then after that, uh, I quit working construction and got like a desk job and ballooned up to 270. And then from there, it's been kind of a constant journey to get back to a healthy body weight since then. So um, right before my wife and I were getting married, she joined a CrossFit gym. And I got I got really pissed at her about it. I was like, "Well, why are we? I don't need someone to go yell at me to tell me to do push-ups to lose weight." Blah blah. And so I joined because I was going to let her win. So uh, so then I I d- did CrossFit for about a year, and that introduced me to weightlifting, where uh, I went on and weightlifted competitively for about four years, um, and that whole time. I wasn't really paying attention to what I was eating. So I managed to I managed to drop down to about two thirty during that time, but it was still a struggle. And I I dabbled in like the paleo diet because that was the diet of the month in in CrossFit. And then um, after that, I um, I decided to get serious about it and hooked up with a nutrition counselor and. Uh, Worked with her for about three years to do doing basically uh, like a macro tracking diet and used a uh, used a a fitness tracker on my phone. Like I used uh, an app called Fat Secret, but uh, a lot of people use My Fitness Pal, which is it's basically the same thing. Um, the only difference is Fat Secret is all free for the macro tracking part, which I think you have to pay. Uh, my fitness pal for i think you uh, get the macros for free it's the the individual like the whatever the next they'll break your down it'll break down your uh fat carbs and protein but beyond that it starts costing for other stuff okay yeah because i haven't used it in a while um so i did that for a while and i saw a lot of good results with that and then with that it was really just the key was just find macros that that worked for you and made it so you could lose weight in a steady 
manner and then just stick to it. And through tracking, you can you really have a lot of freedom that you can eat what what you want. You just have to plan how it's going to fit into your day. And, uh, and so it's in order to stay consistent with it, you're going to need to realize that that it's not it's not the one day that matters. It's the it's like if you if you have five perfect days and then have one day that you just blow the doors off, you're going to be paying for that. And it's, you basically just threw away those five days of being good because you decided to have, you know, half a pizza and a tub of ice cream. Dude, so, the, yeah, like the cheat days, uh, <laughs> as a lot of people refer to them, it's very common, right? Like everyone has their, like, I've been good all week. I'm going to have my cheat day. Dude, I can tell you from weighing myself, like I started, when this started, I started weighing myself every single morning. And t- you, you set yourself back like two to four days, depending on how bad your cheat day was. You know, if you like don't exercise and you eat a bunch of shitty food or like drink a bunch, like it really stays with you, man. Yeah. And a lot of it's just it's just water weight. It's just your body holding on to the excess uh, water because you probably most cheat days you eat a ton of sodium, right? Like if you eat like say like four slices of pizza, that's like a week's worth of sodium. So you're going to, your body's going to just hold on to that water that you, and it's going to take you probably three days to get back down to where you were before from just from that pizza. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, I really, I, I'm really a strong believer in, in trackers, man, that, that helped me the first time. Um, I haven't been as good with tracking this time, but I've been very good at, um, because I'm tracking my weight every day to be to be aware of what I'm eating, and I think that that's that's what helps. Um, but definitely, I think having something on your phone and being active like that constantly, like that's huge because it allows you to to like watch and maintain being good because you really do have to just continue it, you know. Absolutely, and, and it, it is cool though because you did say. Um, you can kind of eat what you want. And I think people lose sight of that. Like they think that just because they want to lose weight, they have to like start eating like just salad and no dressing and no meat and, you know, like whatever (laughs) other craziness has been put into their heads via TV and advertising. And it's like, no, you can really eat a lot of really great food. You just need to be aware of your calorie intake and, and what that food is so you can balance the rest of your day. You know? Yeah. So say you say you really wanted pizza, right? That's kind of what I don't know. I have pizza on the mind because my wife just had pizza for dinner. Oh, and God. I just I, I've wanted pizza <laughs> for like two weeks, man. I'm there, right there with you. <laughs> but I mean, there's there's pizza options that are not, you know, delivery pizza where you get like a, a cauliflower crust pizza that has similar tastes. That's it's not going to be as good as like a good slice of pizza, but it can kind of get you past some of those cravings that you get that. So there's, there's ways to eat healthier options that kind of fall into the, into what you wanted, but aren't exactly what you wanted to, to help you make your days work. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, and I, you know, cooking is huge too, man. Like I definitely find that the more food I cook myself, the better I eat. Um, and dude, finding something new to cook, like just with Google and with, uh, Google and there's like, um, three or four really good recipe websites out there. Like you can, you can put together something that isn't hard to cook that is still healthy and you can just, you know go and try it out and might have something new that you like. And if not, you just move on to something else like the next, next day or two days later, you know, whatever you want, depending on leftovers. But yeah, man, there's, there's definitely some great options out there. Yeah. some of the things that I've really, when I do struggle is it's because I failed to plan. And that's, that's the, the, as much as anything else, planning what you're going to eat during the week like on the weekend when you have time to go to the grocery store and get the stuff you need, kind of prep stuff. It's, it's huge. Cause I get home in the evening and all I want to do is sit down and play some destiny and like just relax and not try to figure out how I'm going to go to the grocery store. Cause for me, I live a half hour from the nearest grocery store. So it's not like I just run out real quick and grab something. It's like, it's an hour journey to go get stuff. So if I don't plan on the weekend, then it's like digging through the cupboard, trying to find something to eat. And that's, that's always a bad plan. For sure. Uh, Nips, you've, you've lost a crap ton of weight too, man. What, I mean, is any of this ringing home to like what you're doing or. Yeah. I mean, I've sort of got down to a weight that was manageable for my body and, like clearly I have a long ass way to go, but I was having serious health issues at the weight I was before. Uh, so now it's, uh, all the things that trip up people trip me up to like the not planning thing. Oh my God. That's, that's the one that gets me. It's like I get home and there's no food in the house and my options are, you know, obviously go out and buy something and then come back and cook it. And before you know it, it's, you know, an hour and a half hours. later, or I, you know, or I hit up whatever quick thing I can get at the store and then come home and eat. And when you look at the numbers, when you put in the tracker, you're like, well, this day is shot. I had the best of intentions when I left. Uh, it's also, you know, living by yourself, it's tricky sometimes to stay accountable to yourself. So I can, uh, I can tell when I'm getting in trouble when I start like justifying bad decisions to myself. So that's why this is helpful, uh, and that's why I have a trainer as well, so I can go in and get those workouts in and say, hey, here's what I tracked this week. Here's what I'm eating, so I'm accountable to somebody, whether or not, you know, your mind can play all kinds of justification tricks on yourself, too. It's like, I'm paying them. Why am I being accountable to them? Well, because I'm being <laughs> accountable to them because I want to be accountable to somebody. Uh, so... A lot of that stuff, I mean, that's the the thing for me is diet because I can, again, I can have a great two weeks or so, but then when it spirals out of control at the end because I, you know, hadn't actually been planning my meals out in a sustainable way, then I'll have a week or so where you put away a lot of food and you're like, oh, all right, back to the beginning. Uh, We'll try again. And that's the thing that I've gotten better at is not letting the bad days be bad for longer periods of time like the old time when i when i really ballooned up it was a lot of the 
hey, I did great for a month, and then I did horrible for two months afterwards before I realized things were going bad. Like, I was standing on the scale every day and wasn't noticing anything different, but maybe it was because I had drank a whole bunch and I was dehydrated. So instead of... So the flip side of eating too much sodium and putting on water weight was I was putting on weight, but it wasn't showing up on the scale until I finally caught back up with the hydration. And then by that time, I had built in bad habits that I had to break again. And before you knew it, it was too late. And I was starting starting my next weight loss endeavor 20 pounds heavier than when I started or where I you know started the time before. Uh, so a lot of that is that focus of not letting a bad day get you down and getting back into the habit of doing the right thing day after day uh, because it's way too easy sometimes to justify to yourself, hey, I screwed up. I screwed up today, so or I screwed up yesterday, so what's today going to be? Who cares? Yeah. We'll get back to it on on day X. So well, and even even like, oh, I screwed up today. Might as well be bad all day. Right. Like the thing that Panda said in Discord um, right before Christmas was, you know, if you are going to eat bad, don't eat bad all day. Just eat bad for like an hour. Or, or two hours or whatever you said, Panda. And I'm like, you know, that's really good advice because a lot of times, like, if I do something bad in the morning, like I eat pancakes and put a bunch of syrup and butter on there or something like that, I'm like, well, I've already eaten bad today. Or if I have pizza, I'm like, well, whatever. Like, I've already eaten bad today. But you can... The thing is, like, if you're tracking what you eat, you'll realize that, no, the day's not over. Like, you still have, like a like, a bunch of metrics here that you can still work with. Um, and you might be higher than you'd normally be for the day, but that doesn't mean throw the rest of the day away. Like, right. you know, if I mean, you realize that you've done that, you can you can maybe come back from it. So it's always, you know, that's that's huge, man. I totally agree with you on that, Nips. I'm always of the, the belief that it's the simple math equation, right? Calories out have to be greater than calories in. Uh, and everything else, all the noise around that is finding the way to make it so that you, you, the individual person, can do the calories out being greater than calories in. Like, that. that's why diets of all types work for people. Yeah. But, you know, because you're tracking your calories and you're putting less. But if it's not a sustainable thing, you're going to bounce back. And, I mean, that's the, the hard part going forward for me is, you know, fat cells never go away. They're always there. And they like to fill up faster. So it, it's always going to be a battle to lose weight and keep it off. Uh, so you got to find that thing that works for you for sustainability's sake. You know, yep. not the two weeks. Anyone can lose X amount of weight over two weeks. But if you need to, if you want to make life-changing uh, moves, you have to actually change your lifestyle, not just your diet for a day. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's a huge point you made there, too, is that, is that all diets, for the most part, work. Right, because they're because you are paying attention to what you're eating. You're you're doing something actively to with your diet. So it's they, it almost always works, no matter what it is, because you are paying attention to what you're doing. But it's this just sustainability portion that's the trick. Is that to make to find something that's going to work with for you day in day out. That's what's huge. And so uh, like this this weight loss challenge. I going into it, I'd been tracking for about three years pretty consistently my my macros. And I decided 
that it was time to do something a little different because I'd gotten kind of stagnant with it and I was cheating myself a little bit and I was not holding myself fully accountable on it. So, uh, so what I ended up doing is I decided to try intermittent fasting, which is, um, I'm eating in an eight hour window each day. So basically I'm just skipping breakfast. So I'll wake up and drink my coffee black and then wait until lunch and I'll eat about noon and then I'll finish eating about 8 PM for the day. And that, and that there is, it's twofold. First off, um, I'm cutting out about 20% of the calories in the day just by not eating breakfast because that's, it, it's not the most important meal of the day. It's a lie. Um, <laughs> uh, so you can, you can easily cut out breakfast. And what the other thing it does is it makes your body uh, use up the glycogen stores and start burning fat uh, instead of if you always are putting food into your body, then it's always just using what's the most readily, uh, readily available source of energy, which is probably the food you just put in it. So you're not getting to the the fat loss quite as easily. And it's way easier to overeat if you're eating all the time. And so I, I, I did that. And then I've, uh, I mixed that with a paleo ish diet. Um, I just, uh, cut out all, uh, all non, all I cut out all sugar, uh, grains, and um, and especially corn products. Um, but I've still been, I'm still allowing dairy because I like cheese. But uh, <laughs> but just that alone, I've I haven't been particularly working out. I've worked out a few times, but not consistently. And that alone, those changes, and just being consistent with it have led to me losing about 15 pounds over the course of the competition. That's awesome, man. That's uh, really that's awesome. Amazing. Um, I am, I've never heard of this approach before the, uh, skipping breakfast. Cause I'm really bad at eat, like eating breakfast in the morning. Like I'll, I'll typically wake up at, you know, f- between five 30 and 6 AM. And I will have like a banana and maybe a, a thing of yogurt at, you know, nine or 10 AM sometimes. And, uh, I thought I was doing, doing myself a disjustice because all I had between then was coffee and water. Sorry. Injustice. I know. I'm sorry. Disservice. (laughs) Yeah. Disservice. Injustice. Like they just all kind of mess together. I know. I know. (laughs) Yeah. Things happen. So, um, (laughs) no, but seriously, like I never, I never, um, I've never heard of this. Um, so the thought was always that eating in the morning kicks your metabolism, like kicks it off, like gets it going. So is this this uh, fasting um, that you're talking about? Is this is this like a new a new approach, or is it you know? Um, so I I hadn't heard about it until the last few years, and that's really been when uh, I started seeing stuff on it. Was that 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 there's definitely, but, it, and I understand the idea of kicking off your metabolism, but like your body's still, your metabolism's still working, right? You still have energy. You're still moving around. So 
there's really I I I don't really see the point of of adding food to my to my system when I'm not needing it to to function. I can I do just fine with some coffee in the morning and yeah, make it until noon without without an issue. So I don't think I could do noon, but um I feel you on the coffee in the morning, man. I can definitely go three or four hours. The other part is your calories are done at eight if you eat at noon. So you better have that beer at seven thirty. <laughs> are you That's talking true, to yeah. me? Uh, I'm saying if you're gonna try intermittent fasting, oh, no, uh, no, your I, calories um, are done at eight o'clock, and I, I, <laughs> you need to make it through the night. <laughs> for me, it, for me, I need a little bit more relaxed um, diet. Like I've I've kind of found what works for me, but I I do my best to stop eating by eight or nine o'clock at night. Like I try and do that. I will I will have some beers for the show. If if the week has been good and I can have some beers for the show, but um, yeah, I'm I'm all about the trying not to eat late at night, like whenever I can. So we're all in agreement that the most important part of weight loss is diet, correct? Yes. Yeah, I think, and I think people like not not necessarily like you need a diet, but you need to be aware of what you're eating. No, yeah, sorry. When we say diet, like. That's just the food you eat, not yes. a specific named diet. I mean, exactly. Right. Yep. Like tracking and knowing and being aware of what's actually going into your body and understanding like what it is in proportion to what you need on a daily basis. Yeah. That being said, oh, go ahead. The, the, the word diet is almost kind of like a dirty word, right? Like you don't, yeah. you, you a diet makes it sounds like you're something you're doing temporarily and it's going to be something that'll be like, Oh, I'll do it for a month. And then, then I'll go back to whatever, but it's more like a lifestyle or what you're, how you're going to handle food. You know, it's not, it's not just like the fat diet kind of deal. Yeah. I once had a a physical trainer tell me you can't outwork your fork. (laughs) It's true. Uh, which is true, but let's just say you, you're working on your diet. You can supplement that weight loss by working out. Uh, yes. And Panda, you said you competed in weightlifting, uh, you know, competitively for a while. Um, I assume that's a whole different world of uh, food as well. There, as you're trying to pack on muscle, but uh, for weight loss, do you have suggestions in terms of? What kind of workouts you should be put, putting in to accentuate the weight loss? Weight loss. Um, well, what I've found to be the most effective for weight loss is is weightlifting itself. Is that is if the effects of lifting weights heavy last longer than a than a cardio workout do? Like your body is still cooking for quite a while after like a heavy weightlifting session as opposed to like uh you go spend a half hour on an elliptical machine or something like 45 minutes after that you're not still cooking like you were if you were if you just did like heavy sets of deadlifts or something where your body is actively working to repair all the muscle tears that you put in when you're doing the work right yep i've also found that the weightlifting. Uh, the other one that I find keeps me cooking for a while afterwards is high intensity 
interval training. Uh, oh, absolutely. However, you really have to commit to the high intensity part of it. Like <laughs> you might be thinking you're working hard, but you need to be working to the spot where you're almost about to vomit. <laughs> you <laughs> most you most likely like want a trainer to really help you hit that high intensity until you know what you're doing. Like they're but the and, ones you need there kicking your ass for that sort of stuff. And there's a real chance you can hurt yourself at that level yeah. of exertion. So having somebody there to keep their eye on your form, that's sort of the the plus and minuses of CrossFit from the stuff I've done with it is, you know, the plus is you really get cooking during those CrossFit workouts. The minus is nobody's there working on your form. And like one guy walking around leading the class isn't going to be able to watch your form to that level. And once your form starts to go, that's when you can get hurt. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of why I backed away from CrossFit after doing it for about a year was that I, uh, there was, there was multiple movements that I didn't feel comfortable doing in a like high rep uh, environment at like as as fast as you possibly can. Like I didn't, I wouldn't do thrusters or sumo sumo deadlift high pulls or uh, med ball cleans or wall ball shots. Anything that made me uh, squat fast. When anything beyond like air squats, like I just didn't feel comfortable doing it uh, in a high intensity environment where my form's going to degrade because I didn't have that great a form at it anyway. So then as I get tired, it's just going to get worse and worse. And I just didn't it didn't feel like I was uh, I was being as safe as I possibly could. And so that's kind of why I transitioned to just doing the weightlifting was because I was well, I, I enjoyed it more, and I don't like breathing heavy all that much. So <laughs> yeah, it seemed like a fair trade off. I um, so I love going to the gym, but going to the gym is never easy with the two kids and the wife who has to go to the gym for recovery for her surgery. Um, so I've found that um, turning things that I like into physical activity is like into my exercise has worked for me, you know, whether it's like biking or longboarding or snowboarding, um, you know, and even, even small things like making sure that I try to never take the elevator at work, taking, you know, taking the stairs whenever possible. Like if, if I brought my lunch, but I have an hour lunch break or I, you know, go out on an hour walk, you know, park a little bit further away from the office, things like that. Um, but um, really like doing the biking and the snowboarding and the things that I love doing that, that keep me active. That's, that's kind of, that's worked out. So, you know, there's definitely something to be said about that too. Like if, if buying a gym membership isn't, um, an option for you, one, there's probably things that you like doing that are physical. And if not, there's always YouTube and you can probably find a million things to do in your house. Uh, you know, workouts and whatnot that, that could help that are on YouTube that are totally free. Worships and squats can be done at any place at any time. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Another thing I found that's worked really well for me in the past is, is to sign up for some sort of event, like, like a fun run or something, or like a couple years ago, I signed up for uh, a triathlon and, um, 
didn't even I I didn't even own a bike at the point. But, uh, <laughs> I like it. But it was one of those things where it's like that you know I slapped the money down and now it's like well I I'm gonna have to do it because I signed up for it and I paid money to do it so I better get training and so yep. stuff like that is a really easy way to get yourself going like that two years ago I signed up for like a 10k trail run and and uh and I could barely run a mile at the point and it was like well i now I better figure out how I'm going to do a 10k trail run because otherwise I'm going to either embarrass myself or get lost in the woods. So uh, that signing up for something—it's—I it's, guess that goes back to kind of goal setting—is it gives you something to shoot for, and uh, and it can go really well with some sort of weight loss. Right, and yeah. like there's all kinds of stuff like that out there, uh, depending on your level of activity. Like if you're already able to do a bunch of stuff, you're going to look for something higher, but. You know, if you're sedentary and you want to get going, uh, couch to 5K has been an amazing thing for a bunch of people I know. That's, you know, just gets you out there and doing stuff. And before you know it, you know, 5K isn't necessarily impressive. But if you're not doing anything today, 5K seems like miles away, like impossible from the spot you're at. So you uh, say couch to 5K? Yeah, that's the name of the program. Uh, Nice. It basically lays out like what you should do this day. And a lot of it is, you know, start by walking. And then most of your thing's walking with a couple of small intervals of running. And then most of your thing is walking with slightly longer running. And then half and half. And then you're mostly running with walking. And then you're running your 5K at the end of it. Yeah, so, so I ended up using that uh, couch to 10K for training for that trail run was how I did it. And it's it's a really good app. It'll, uh, it will, breaks it all down. It's like, I think it's three workouts a week and i think it's like a 12 week i think the couch to 5k is like a 12 week and i think 10k is like 20 week long yeah and uh it's yeah it's a great way to get just get moving and and i you think 20 weeks seems like a really long time until you think about you know now we're at the new year 20 weeks you're not even in june yet you're running if you're not doing anything today you know before june you're running a 5k that's no, not 10K. that long. Well, that's I mean, a 10K, yeah, 10K, yeah, by yeah. June, yeah, by June. I mean, that's not even that long. It's like, in the grand scheme of things, it's hardly nothing. Yeah, I remember the first 5K I did. That like, the first one I like ran the whole thing and I finished. So, like that sense of accomplishment is is huge. Like it, it's like you really feel like you did something. You know, it's it, it's a really cool thing. I think everyone should give one a try at some point. Yeah, I absolutely agree. And in my my family, my brother and his wife have, like, I would say it probably started sometime in the spring, but you didn't really notice it. Uh, They've lost, like, 120 pounds between the two of them this past year. Like, the pictures and, like, just seeing them, they've just shrunk as people. And it's amazing to see that. So, and that's, you know, it all started with diet. And then they got their diet right. And then the exercise they were doing uh, fed into their diet more. Like they could see the results and then the diet made them work harder. And it's like weight loss in the same way that like building financial security is a snowball thing. It's just like successes feed into each other and you just got to keep pushing through. And yeah. the, that's where the consistency, com- consistency comes in because 
when you turn it into uh, a thing that you don't even have to think about, and it's just a thing you do because that's how you live your life, that's when you see your biggest success. Oh, that's awesome, man. That's super cool. I'm uh, I'm sitting back here going, oh, shit, do I need to buy running shoes for the winter? <laughs> <laughs> don't run. Don't even worry about it. Just lift. Just lift heavy. Yeah, I don't have I don't have lifting stuff in my basement. Yeah, that's but I can the, walk outside. Do you have a that's refrigerator? Do I do have a refrigerator? <laughs> <laughs> All of my oh, shoes God. are flat bottom for weightlifting, and it's like whenever I try to go on walks or runs with them, all of a sudden I'm like, oh right, my body's not my body's not at a weight that can run in flat bottom shoes and not have my body break down. So mm-hmm. that's on my my wish list to get is a nice pair of running shoes for the near future. Yeah, and again, that's the that's the thing too. I mean, we keep talking about this, but diet is super important because when you get those injuries, you can still keep improving your weight and your health by diet while your body recovers. Whereas if your diet's out of whack, as soon as you get hurt, if you've been like holding on through exercise, now you can't exercise, and all of a sudden your calorie limits are all messed up, and you start putting the weight back on. Um, and speaking of diet, one thing that a lot of people don't realize is what they drink, man. What you drink is huge for your diet, like juices and, and all sorts of soda and all that other crap, man. Like one thing that Panda pushed on me, uh, this, this, uh, this session, and I don't even know if you know how influential you were Panda, but I have been drinking massive amounts of water, man. And it is, it's it's amazing how much better you feel too. Like it's not just like helping with the, with the diet, but like my, my, uh, my liquid intake is basically like coffee, water, and then occasionally like a LaCroix or a bubbly or something like that. Uh, but otherwise like just tons of water, man. And it's, it's amazing. Like you just feel better too. Oh yeah. Most people are dehydrated. And it's yeah. just a fact is that most people probably drink three or four glass of water a day and and think that's good enough. And it's it's just not. You should be drinking between one to two gallons of water every day. Yeah. And that one's super easy to be uh to be checking on because when you go to the bathroom you can just look down <laughs> and, and know if you've been drinking enough water or not. It's pretty obvious. <laughs> Well, the other the trick uh, my trainer told me was just buy, you know, take your gallon of milk and wash it out when you're done and fill it with water every day. And when it's yep. empty, congrats, you're now at your level you need to be at. They make water bottles, too, uh, that are a more manageable size that have like little boxes that you can check off how many times you filled it up for the day. To make sure that you've gotten enough or, you know, however you want to do it. I don't know what's worse, carrying around a gallon of milk jug or putting a check mark on your water bottle as the day goes along. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, that's that's also, I I joke about that, but that's also one of those things you need to learn to be okay with uh, is sometimes you don't get it. Like, people like to pretend they're supportive of your losing weight, but then they also like give you a hard time for not eating something or yeah. they give you a hard time for carrying around a gallon of water or checking stuff off on your water bottle. Uh, and that kind of stuff, 
I mean, it's just part and parcel with how things go. Uh, but it's definitely, it's just another booby trap out there for you. Yeah, food peer pressure is huge. It's something to dodge. Is that especially like, especially during this last uh, weight loss challenge? Was that you know with all the with like Thanksgiving and Christmas and all the other family get-togethers, everybody brings all that food and they want everyone wants you to eat their food and they feel bad if you're not eating it and everyone's, well, why why is that on your? Why don't you have enough food on your plate? Are you you know and you and everyone's pressuring you and that's. To dodge some of that is is huge to to help you out is that and realize that you know people people act like they want everyone wants you to be healthy but no one wants to see you be healthy. <laughs> right. Everyone, well, they just they I think I think they get caught up in in their own failures. Like they see you achieving something that they've probably wanted to do for years or like in my case, my entire life. And, uh, you know, they can get salty about it, man, or envious. So, yeah, for sure, it's a thing. Yeah, misery loves company. Yep. Yeah, we just went over. We we, uh, we went over to my dad's house this evening, and it was kind of like the big family get-together for Christmas. And... Uh, you know, there's a bunch of people there, but yeah, like the, all the food, there's like, there's seriously like 15 trays of cookies, man, and all the food that was there. And I'm like, well, it looks like I'm eating uh, carrots and uh, fruit until I get home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got our big family thing tomorrow, but uh, we've turned uh, the, because my sister had to work on Christmas, so we didn't get together. So we're going mm-hmm. tomorrow. But somehow it's turned into our Christmas Day get-together meal is venison kebabs. So it's like venison and onion, basically. Just, you know, you marinate it for 48 hours in a whole different number of different things. So it's not the healthiest thing in the world, but, you know, venison is... You could do worse. Right, exactly. What what time should I show up at your house tomorrow? Because I I want to carpool with you out to uh, OMH's. Uh, I'm leaving at about 8 a.m. So okay. if you're on the so road by 3:30, my... you can be here in yeah. time. <laughs> yeah, I need to leave by like three probably because I'll have to make some stops. <laughs> yeah. oh, but no, these these venison kebabs uh, are amazing. They're and venison is venison's the one meat that I got real happy that I learned how to cook because it's real easy to screw up venison. because uh, it. Once it gets overcooked, it gets just gross. It's not even yeah, fun to eat it really anymore. bad. Yeah. So, but these things are, got the recipe from a friend, and it's become a holiday tradition to cook these up, and it's great, and Bryce's kids love them, so we don't even get that much, because the, the nine-year-old and the five-year-old are stealing all of the venison before we even get a chance to eat it. <laughs> uh, so, it works out well on multiple levels. I um I got a new waffle maker for Christmas and I've never owned a waffle maker and this morning I made waffles for everyone else in my house except for me because <laughs> nice we have that. we have a bunch of in-laws staying with us <laughs> <laughs> but they smell really good uh no but uh joking aside so like I just real quick to touch on cooking stuff cuz I think that that's huge I I'm a really big fan of like having certain tools to help me, 
you know, cook healthy and be healthy. Like I'm a big fan of grilling. Like if I can grill my chicken or whatever I'm going to be eating, like I'm, I don't know, I can make a lot more things with that. Um, you know, or like I just got a rice cooker, like I, I eat chicken and rice in a lot of different variations. Um, rice has got me hooked on the Instapot now. Yeah. What do you guys, what are your tools or what do you guys find yourself cooking with a lot that you, that you like that, that help you? Uh, I, I've owned an Instapot for like three years and I only just started using it this past month, uh, because Bryce and his wife have had so much luck with it, but it really does help for, you know, I, like I said, when you get home and you're hungry and you want to eat and you're like, Oh God, it's going to take you know, an hour and a half to get food ready, this food recipe. Well, the Instapot makes it so that I can still eat healthy and it's going to be 20 minutes instead. Uh, so I'm sort of hooked on that right now because it makes eating healthy quickly much easier than it could have been. And the, Panda? the grill is also great. But the grill is, yeah. you know, same thing. Grill is oh, quick and grill. easy. Yeah, I was going to say the the grill is pretty much a staple of everything I eat. I mean, like when I was doing macro tracking, like every night was like some variation on like chicken breast and like rice or salad or something. And now with the the paleo type diet, it's it's usually like chicken thighs or flank steak and a salad. Uh, you you know from from the time you turn a gas grill on to the time you're pulling off your food is like twenty minutes. So yeah, it's it's quick. Right, unless you're a weirdo like me and you cook at very low temperatures on the grill. Oh yeah, no, I everything on high, get it done quick. Really? Oh, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. Just gotta be more careful. Yeah, I suppose. Um, yeah, awesome. Uh. I, yeah, I think, uh, I think, you know, if you have, if you have some things that, you know, like, you know, if, if grilling is your thing, you know, do, do what you know, but try and force yourself to find a recipe or find something slightly different with what you normally do each week. Um, cause what it's going to do is it's going to open you up to new things and new foods, and it might help you get out of eating the same stuff that maybe isn't the best for you. Um, and you know, you are going to fail with some of the recipes and some are going to be great. Um, but you aren't going to know unless you start trying these things and, 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 you know, start adding something new every week or so to try and try and just open your horizons. That was going to be one of my new year's resolutions was to try a new recipe every week. Oh, Let's just go, see what, uh, see what works. Yeah. No, it's huge. It really is. Like a lot of times I'll even just go to the store and like, I'll have an idea of what we want to make. And, and if they don't, if one of the ingredients is missing, I'm just like, all right, well, what else can we do with this? And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't, but I've definitely, you know, I've, I've this year alone, um, we had my parents over and dude, I made the best chicken burritos I've ever made in my life because they were missing some seasoning. And I'm like, Oh, let's try this. And then I like changed up some of the other ingredients and yeah, man, it, it's, it's good to try different things for sure. So cool. Uh, anything else on weight loss guys? I'd say if you're interested, if you want to get involved, 
uh, the Discord channels, the what is it, the Death or X Weight Loss, or I don't know yeah. what it is over in Weight uh, Loss Challenge, what it is over in Distinguished Gentlemen, but get involved. You know, put your struggles, your successes in there. Everyone's happy for you. Everyone's pushing to the same thing, and uh, everyone's there to give you the best advice they can. So yeah. get involved and, you know, own it, I guess. It's it's real easy to just let it fall off the plate. Uh, and so, you know, owning your health is thing you need to do if you want to yep. see the success. Yeah, and I mean, I, I mean, we're... I... We're doing it to make ourselves better and and no one's in there to judge anyone like everyone's in there to try and learn something new and to try and do something different and do something better so by all means jump in and um you know you have people like panda and trog in there and they really they really have great advice you know and they, they aren't pushing you to tell you how to do weight loss they're there to like when they do help, it seems it's more like, oh, I see what you're trying to do. You know, maybe maybe this will help you on your journey instead of, instead of Panda saying, no, no, you're an idiot. Start lifting start lifting weights and do weight loss competitions with me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like it's 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 a good to, good advice that they're giving uh, that that applies, I think, appropriately. So cool. Uh, so again, set your goals, make it achievable join us for the weight loss competition um you know it's starting this coming week so jump in get get skinny with us i just want to do this once in 2018 speaking of goals did you achieve your goals in destiny this week oh my god i love it so much (laughs) all right first intro now the transition oh god it's so damn good just (laughs) knocking it out of the park tonight nips i love it um Yes, I did achieve my goals in Destiny. Uh, hey, so real quick, before That's we get on me, because there was no TWAB, but there was something Destiny-related. Uh, I found out on DIM, and I can't... I have to look at the app, but for whatever reason, it doesn't seem to be on PC. or I can't find it in my brief searching. But on the phone app, they have um, a beta loadout builder, and it's a Tier 13 finder, sort of like the tier 12 finder in destiny one and you can search for perks and do all this other stuff i thought it was pretty cool man um i didn't want to mess with it on my phone because i'd much rather do it on a pc but when i looked on the pc i'm like wait where's your beta loadout builder why is it not here (laughs) so if you if you do have dim uh kind of a cool feature it's in the menu that you should check out Mm. (sighs) okay destiny um, so I've had a hell of a week for drops and it has been fantastic. Um, after we recorded with, um, the Barely Destiny show guys last week, we jumped in Gambit and I got a Queen's Breaker to drop from a small blocker, which was pretty sweet. <laughs> that does feel good. Yep. Actually, I got mine from a random... Uh, yellow bar enemy at like the beginning of the corrupted strike. Not even like the nightfall corrupted strike. When mine dropped too, it was like I landed in corrupted and shot a yellow bar and the queen's breaker dropped from like the most random enemy of all time. Yeah, it so, was weird, man. That's a good feeling though. I well, and the best part was like I didn't even see a drop. I was running back up 
to deposit moats. So I must have killed it and ran off. And I was running back up to deposit moats, and he was just sitting there. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, apparently he dropped an exotic, and I didn't even realize it. <laughs> uh, so then Thursday, my legendary RNG kicked in, and I got my fusion rifle, my rental, finally, uh, after, or Arentel, whatever, after two years on PC, and it's a garbage roll, but it still feels good, so I'm using it. Uh, I've transitioned to just using that, no shotguns anymore, for the time being, like, I just, I love having a good fusion on me. And then, uh, grinding, um, a shitload of Iron Banner with my neighbor Mike, and he had... (laughs) I think he had another bite of the fox drop, uh, but I finally got mine after a day and a half of grinding. So that was that was really happy. Or I was pretty happy to see that. I got uh, the fluted barrel as well. So I got opening shot, snapshot, fluted barrel for handling, and then a handling masterwork to make it even faster on the draw. Uh, so I masterworked that right away. Um my first Iron Banner drop was also a opening shot snapshot uh, of Bite of the Fox this this week. Yeah, it's awesome, man. We both man, we both got it on the same day, right? No, you got yours the day before me, right? Yeah, I got mine on Wednesday. Fuck. I think I had like five people tag me uh, before Thursday, between Tuesday <laughs> and Thursday, with their opening shot snapshot sniper rifles. And they're like, hey, Fluffy, look what I got. I'm never going to use it. Like, seriously, like, five or six people. I did not say I was never going to use it. I went and used it the very next game. Yeah, I'm going to be using it. I just, I uh, I was not, I've not been in a in a PvP match where I wanted to break it out yet. But I was really stoked about that. And then uh, it transitioned from legendary RNG to exotic RNG on Friday, one-eyed mass drop for me. Yay! Yeah, I give you a scumbag now. And it had enhanced linear fusion rifle on it. Oh, that's what it was supposed to read. In the notes it says enhanced liner fusion. Oh, it totally does. (laughs) (laughs) With an A. Linar! Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, So, um, so... (laughs) It'll be nice for Gambit, like to have uh, have the extra aim assist on uh, Queensbreaker or Crooked Fang. Yeah, what Queensbreaker needs is more aim assist. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> gonna, I was pretty stoked about you're that. You're just going to invade uh, and then aim back towards the portal and watch it headshot people on the other side of the map. <laughs> and so I took that. I went right into PvP after I got that and played a couple rounds of PvP because I was like, I want to see what it's all about. And it is fan fucking tastic so i am gonna abuse the shit out of that for one month until they nerf it um and then the new exotic bow the Le monarch or whatever it is is that what it is sounds right uh that that dropped in the forge for me nice and then yeah two exotics in one day i'm like all right and then fighting lion dropped for me too so i had three exotics drop in one day dude <laughs> that's awesome yeah so, um, got my guy up to 650, or getting 650 drops, I should say. I'm not at 650, but all my stuff's dropping at 650 now, so that's cool. Um, yeah. That was a good week. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I have, I have two Destiny things to, to ask you guys. Um, should we do it now? Yeah, we're gonna do it now. So, one. Random rolls, 
right? I had yeah, an they idea. exist. I had an idea, right? So it sucks because you can't pull any of the new weapons out of your collection. Right. So, so it's kind of like, why are they in the collection? What if you had the ability to pay to save them to collections or like you masterwork them all the way and then you can pull them from collections. Mm -hmm. And then what it would do is basically save that version of the gun so you could delete it. But then if you ever wanted it back, it would chart or cost the same as it costs for um, a legendary to get pulled or like even like exotic armor where you have like, (laughs) like my enhanced perk on a helmet, you know, congrats. You just described the vault. No, but <laughs> I have this gun like, with rolls I like. I'm gonna put it in the vault. No, but it would be. I mean, just like to be able to go to like say like I don't want it. I don't want this gun right now, right? Like yep. I had the scout rifle drop. It's a great roll on a scout rifle. If scout rifles are ever brought back, this would be great to have. Correct. And then just delete it. Like and know that you can go back and get it because you can't. The vault is limited, man. Once I have five hundred, the vault is five hundred. <laughs> oh, slots. I haven't hit. I haven't hit the max. Not even close. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know, man. It it seems like it seems like then maybe collections would serve a purpose, like more of a purpose for the new weapons. Yeah, I mean, and in your in your dream world, are we paying glimmer or silver? Well, whatever it costs right now to pull shit out of collections. I don't even look. I think it's a mix of, like, Glimmer and Legendary Marks. Yep. And maybe some Planetary Mats. I'm not entirely sure either. But yeah, I, I, I was doing uh, Scourge of the Past this past week, and I was like, oh, shit, my Nighthawk is now only 610, and I, <laughs> I'm 650. I guess I'm going to just dump the Nighthawk I have and pull a new Nighthawk from my collection at 20 levels higher. Uh so that is what collections is good for that way in terms of ar- yes. exotic gear. But for you're, exotics, you're right about uh, legendaries. It's it's kind of like, all right, once I get them, and like if you accidentally break down something, that's that's always gutting because it's like now I can never get it back. But in the same time, if I take the time to mark something as the thing I want to keep, I'm probably not going to break it down. The amount of time it takes me to do that, I could just go to the vault and put it in the vault. Yeah, I mean, you you do bring up a good point. I just. Just trying to think of a way to make collections better and, you know, worth it. Like maybe make an osprey drop once or twice for somebody one time. Hey, that'd be nice. <laughs> so um, we recorded last Saturday, right? And I said I hadn't gotten it. Um, I ran strange terrain with eight different people over the course of Sunday and Monday. Uh, twenty times between the time we talked last and the time it went away. Six of those eight people got Ospreys that ran with me. I did not get it. That's so crazy, It man. was so hilarious. <laughs> just like, J-Mar's like apologizing to me. He's like, oh man, I'm so sorry. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's probably not when I should say that I got it the first time I ran it, right? No, that's fine. That's the way <laughs> RNG works. It's just... It's sad because Strange Train was the nightfall three weeks in a row, so I don't know when it's coming back. And that's the only yeah. thing I need for the seal, for the Wayfinder seal. Yeah. I got Brutal. the I got the guns from the Braytech schematics all dropped and taken care of. All I need is the Osprey, and I'm 0 for 42. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, so my last question for you guys. Um, enhanced perks are really nice on armor. What do you think about when you masterwork armor, you can change the perks to enhanced? Someone else said this on a podcast, or I don't know if I was watching a stream or something. This is not my idea, but I really liked it. I don't hate so, it because I'm not masterworking armor ever yeah, right now. Yeah. I mean, I I do for PvP just because it gives you a little bit of resilience, but I mean, I just don't have s- the cords for it right now. I'm, yeah, you know. So that it's too. like it's at the very bottom of my things to worry about. Uh, so if it gave some other reason, some other value for doing it, I mean, as somebody who's been part of the Destiny community for four years, I know exactly what's going to happen if that thing happened. Day one, everyone and their mother is going to run to Reddit saying, oh, of course, all these streamers who play Destiny for a job uh, were able to get all their enhanced masterworks uh, <laughs> because they have all these materials, and uh, that's why they're beating yeah. me in Crucible. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know what you're talking about, man. No one that we listen to on a weekly basis ever complains that all the streamers get everything in Destiny. Uh, it doesn't even doesn't even be a listening thing. Go to Reddit. Reddit is a cesspool of people bitching about people getting stuff. <laughs> I haven't. Uh, I should let me correct myself. Destiny Reddit was such a cesspool that I haven't been back in a year and a half because I yeah, I'm I, so I, sick I really of reading it. I'll go to Crucible Radio, but I don't like going to uh, Destiny the Game that much anymore. I just figure if something important comes out on Reddit, somebody else is enough of a sadist to have been looking at it every day. I'll find out about it soon enough. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I I do like that idea. Um, I mean, it makes the other armor worth it, right? That's like in the... That's the really hard part about armor right now is like, you're sort of at the mercy of what drops and you don't, you know, you can't really like, I'm not an aesthetic person, but you better believe, uh, <laughs> I have five armor slots and each one is a different, uh, armor set in it because it's the thing that gives me the best thing. Whereas if I could sort of customize my armor so I could wear the same armor set, it might be fun. I'm not going to care as much as some people, but it is a thing that, I know some people like is having their guardians look good and it's impossible right now to have your best guardian uh, stat wise and be the best guardian uh, looking. Yeah. I mean, if you want an enhanced perk on your armor, it either has to be an exotic or raid armor or dreaming city armor. Right. So, yeah. I don't know. It hurts my soul when my guardian doesn't look good. So I spent I think I spent like almost an hour yesterday trying different shaders on my armor. So <laughs> Yep. <laughs> when I could have been doing something I, uh, useful. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Ends of the spectrum in terms of uh <laughs> I feel you panda. I found a purple shader uh Friday and uh I bought like 20 of them and I've been putting it on everything and I was still chasing light. So as new gear would drop, like I go to my character menu and I'd be like, wait, that piece is not purple. We need to go change that before <laughs> I do anything else. <laughs> well, uh, so all right. So what else do you guys up? got? Yeah. Uh, well, 
my raid team is still working through uh, the last wish uh, blind. Everyone wow. stayed blind. Everyone has stayed blind. We have. Uh, we are. We've made last night. We made it to like the final portion of Riven. And uh, when you say the final um, portion, yeah, I, it, what do you mean you by do, the final portion? Give us I, more details. I don't know. So what was the last thing okay. you did before you called it a night? Uh, we were running through the Ascendant Realm up some sort of uh, uh, jumping puzzle. So there were like guys with shields there. Phalanxes yes. with their shields. Okay. Yeah, I we made it. To, we made it to that portion of Riven after I don't know how many, however many weeks we're in now. Um, this is amazing because yeah. that raid is impossible blind. I don't know how people figured it out the first. There's a reason it was the longest or second longest raid uh, do the first time. Yeah, and really, we're not that far off of like the like Dado's team. Like I think in terms we're only of like twenty. Yeah, we're only like twenty seven hours in. You just couldn't do it straight. But, no. <laughs> we, I'm sure that Who there was some... out the vault for you guys. Like that's the thing that amazes me that anyone ever figured out the vault. So we uh, we Googled Penumbra and Antumbra. That was like one of the things that we we had to. But we didn't you like yourself Google. a cheat there. We didn't Google it into like in terms of destiny. We we're like looking at like moon site or uh, phases of eclipses as far as Penumbra and Antumbra and managed to deduce what we were supposed to do from that. That's pretty after awesome. that was probably a five hour ordeal. <laughs> well, I can't imagine trying to do the vault blind, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. But everything else, I mean, the other ones were all pretty quick. And then ribbons just take us a long time because that oh, took a while to figure out, too. What? You guys did it legit? I I assume so. I don't know what not they, legit is. So yeah, they don't know they don't know the not legit trick because they haven't been looking online. Oh my god! Uh, yeah. So when the time comes that they patch the not legit trick, can you teach me how to do it legit? <laughs> yeah, I will definitely do that <laughs> because uh, all I've ever done it is one phasing Riven without ever shooting anything. We all stand in a well and fight. wait 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 wait, <laughs> wait 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 yeah yeah I know. you can't tell them anything. Here. <laughs> I'm not going to spoil anything past the jumping puzzle. <laughs> That's what I was afraid of. So yeah, no, I won't actually spoil anything for you. But it's awesome. That's awesome that you guys are still going at it. That's amazing. Yeah. So uh, we were we thought we were going to get it last night. We were we were moving pretty good, but then we things started to fall apart as the night went Got on. Late. So yeah, yeah. So. Um, so that's a thing. Um, the other thing this week is that I decided to put my bow down for the first time in Forsaken and try using a shotgun in the Crucible. Wait, have you been running bow in the raid? No, I've been I've been running. Okay, I've been running uh, hand cannon shotgun this is P- through PvP most of the raid. talk. <laughs> yeah, okay, for, PvP. Okay, okay. okay. No, every Just, time I jumped into the crucible, though, was with my subtle calamity and some sort of other weapon, and basically just using my subtle calamity. But uh, I decided it was time to branch out a little bit 
because I got sick of dying so much. And uh, <laughs> I spent some time grinding uh, mind benders and dust rock blues and uh, got a pretty good roll on both of them and took them into the crucible. And I was pairing the, uh, the dust rock with, uh, with a trust and I was shocked at how easy it was to kill people. <laughs> Dust Rock is amazing, man. <laughs> Dust Rock is amazing. I yeah, I think it was game changer. Over Dust Rock. Yeah. Now. I, so, <laughs> there's been times where I'm like, where I'd be like running, um, before I had my, my good fusion drop, running main ingredient and, uh, yeah, and and I'd like switch back to to a shotgun and a hand cannon and I'm like like dust rock and and uh, my vigil and <laughs> and uh, <sighs> like my my KD those games I'm like holy shit I forgot I forgot like what a game changer it is to have like a good hand cannon and a good shotgun. Yeah, yeah, I was I doing just, pretty. Oh, I was doing Sorry. pretty good with uh, with a bow until everyone got Lunas, and then that kind of changed the game a little bit, and I was not able to win nearly as many uh, firefights as I was before. Once everyone got, once every game I'd load into in the Crucible had like three or four people with Lunas and not forgotten, like it was. I needed to find something else to to fight back with, as opposed to a bow. Yep. So the good news is, when you're as garbage as I am at PvP, instead of everyone having Lunas and not forgotten, like two people have Lunas and nobody has not forgotten in my skill <laughs> bracket. Ah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's been. I got that uh, max range mindbenders with a uh, snapshot and quick draw this week. Basically. Oh. The first nightfall I ran, so I ran Strange Terrain right up until uh, reset on Thursday or Tuesday. Like we finished a minute after reset, and then I went and looked at what the uh, the new <laughs> the new nightfalls were, and I saw that Strange Terrain was gone. So we went and ran Hollowed Lair, and I got max range, so full choke, accurized rounds, range masterwork with snapshot and quick draw on it. Snapshot and quick draw. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, and so I've I've been using that almost exclusively, and it feels like a slug shotgun with the range that I have on it. It's just yeah. it's so goofy right now. Uh, yeah, good shot. A good range on a good shotgun makes a huge difference, man. Having the right perks on a shotgun is really big. It just feels like the pellet spread is so tight on the mind benders, and so mm-hmm. with snapshot. Uh, and quick draw, I can pull it up so fast too, and it's just like I'm just destroying people. The only thing that I have a problem with is the fire time because I'm so used to using the Icolos and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. If I miss my first shot, I'm like, oh, I'll just be fine because I can get another shot off, and I have to re- realize that it doesn't happen. So I'm getting better at that, but uh, that gun is super fun. Yeah, you definitely got to make that first shot count. With those slower ones, but yeah, it's uh, it's been a it's been a fun week in terms of 
Uh, the Tush clan that normally does all the raiding had a person missing on Thursday, so they asked me to run Scourge of the Past with them. We finished that in like an hour and 45 minutes for my first time. That's awesome. So I got that done at least, although they definitely put me on uh, on stand here and shoot things duty. And I, so I have no idea how any <laughs> mechanics work. They're like, things spawn there. When they spawn there, you kill them and we'll do the rest. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I can do that. <laughs> so I, I don't know how our raid team is ever going to finish the Sparrow race through uh, Scourge of the Past. I'm hoping one of us is some sort of idiot savant on the Sparrow because I, I got to like two thirds of the way through on my best run when we were doing it. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. You only need two, but uh, I don't think we're a, a particularly good sparrow racing group. No, we have Hippo and uh, Chuck. We'll be fine. Uh, God, I hope so. Now that Hippo's got his uh, lady friend, he just doesn't uh, play Destiny as the only thing he does anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll do that to you. Um, Panda, you're not liking Spectra Blades? Spectral blades. Uh, I was having, I wasn't having as much problem with spectral blades uh, hit detection like I was before, but I was having issues with the uh, with the flawless execution perk procking properly. Really? Or maybe I was not getting headshots, but I was pretty sure they were precision kills, uh, and I was not getting it to proc all the time. So. If you have a shotgun and you have you have full choke, you can't get a headshot. You cannot? Cannot. You can with rifled. Rifled barrel will give you a headshot, but full choke is no precision damage. So you would only get it off of a hand cannon. It'll like show you that you get a headshot in the kill feed, but it doesn't actually do the precision damage. I noticed huh. that today when I was playing it. So. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah, the, uh, the UI still shows it. But... But well, yeah, that could be definitely. part of the problem. Yeah. Yeah, if you have rifle barrel, um, it'll it'll work. But because I was using that um with uh was it Stompies that give you the slide ability? Yeah. And I was when I was running my hunter, I was I was uh doing a lot of sliding with a rifle barrel shotgun, and it was it was working for me doing it that way. But as soon as I switched to a full choke, it was nope. Hmm. Interesting. You guys uh, been enjoying Iron Banner this week? I stopped playing once I got my sniper. I played but a I fair did amount fun. of it. Um, it uh, <clears throat> my KD skyrocketed. Yeah, like, that sounds like IB. Yeah, I was I was maintaining like uh, between a one point seven and a two point KD for uh, for a good chunk of Iron Banner. I sent I sent Zan a, a screenshot. I was like, dude, I, look at my last three and a half hours of gameplay, and I was like a 1.9 something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was a 1.4 uh, the other day. I sent that to you because I, I was playing during the day, and I'm like, oh, man, daytime Destiny players are way worse than nighttime Destiny players. <laughs> yeah. uh, but then I played today and yesterday uh, in the evening, and turns out it's just Iron Banner players are bad. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I finished all my true. bounties on my Hunter, so the rest of the week will be Titan and Warlock to finish them all. 
But I'm definitely getting all 21 bounties done again, this Iron Banner. Hook it up an into my veins. Uh, <laughs> I did get my, my first uh, four-piece with uh, Shards of Galanor, and then immediately oh. get my super backing, and then get a three-piece right after that. Nice. <laughs> that felt real good. Also horrible. Like, if I was the other team, I would have been so pissed, but <laughs> it was great for me. I uh, I didn't hit 38 kills, but I had one of those gambit matches again this week where I just repeatedly went in and wiped them and went right back in and wiped them and went right back in. And uh, until until we won. Nice. Like, I just kept doing it. Like, they had, I think we had 40 motes deposited, and they, they summoned their primeval. And I just continued going in there and just shitting on them until we took our primeval out. <laughs> Damn it, that's what I forgot from the intro. I was going to end it with, oh, yeah, and Fluffy got 38 kills in a gambit match. <laughs> God, I should have wrote it down. <laughs> yeah. No, my, uh, like, go figure and... Thunderlord with a mouse and a keyboard and I am just like a killing machine. I don't know understand why it go figure works so well for me in Gambit and yet I can't like if I go in there with Ace of Spades I don't do as well. But for whatever reason, man, I don't know if it's a range or what it is, but Yeah, I find it hard to use a uh, hand cannon in Gambit. Except for yeah. of the Beasts. That's the only one I'll use. Because yep. it's hmm. the fake bringer. So it, you know, has the the dragonfly and outlaw, but I I'm also <laughs> full auto pulse rifles. That's sort of my thing yeah. with that. Well, I'm doing I'm trying to do autos too for that that breakneck. Yeah. But loaded question, by the way, super fun this week. Oh yeah, uh, this week with strikes being arc singe, it is just goofy to go in there and have the the full reservoir. Like, I just put it away once I get onto six shots, so I can't have the... Yes. The, I'm just like, nah, I'm done. I'll use other guns for a while. Yep. But until then, <laughs> it's just like, shoot once, reload. Shoot once, reload. And it's so No, much you're fun. doing it wrong. You I know auto loading loading hoster. But. Yes. <laughs> so you shoot once, and then pull out your primary, and kill one or two things, and you hear it click. And then you pull it back out, and wipe out, like, five enemies. <laughs> I use it for the forge. It's so great for the forge. It's, yeah. Blind well as well. It's fantastic yeah. as well. Yeah. No, that that is my go-to PvE gun for sure. Like, that is always something that I have on me on PC. So. Uh, anything else Destiny today, guys? Nope. I'm 645 and above across the board with one of them being 650. So, uh, I'm done chasing power and now I just get to have fun until Drifter comes out. Nice. Yeah, I'm I'm mid six twenties on Xbox, so I could do some more grinding on Xbox, but PC I'm there. Um I played something else this week. Shut your mouth. Oh, yeah? yeah, we are ending <laughs> twenty eighteen with this weird anomaly of me playing something besides Destiny. Uh I got the switch from my kiddos. He says, as he then tells us how he's been playing the Switch for the better part of uh, every day since Christmas. So, uh, one of the big games that I got was uh, Pokemon uh, Let's Go Pikachu for my daughter. Because she loves Pokemon, but knows nothing about them. 
Um, so I wanted her to get a game so she could actually see what Pokemon was about. Like, she's seen the cartoon, but she's never played the games, or she has a trading cards but doesn't know how to play it. Um, so the game is very much like the RPGs. Um, it reminds me of the Nintendo days where there's no voice acting. It's all dialogue. Yeah. And she's six, so she can read, but she can't read that. So she's, I think she's logged like five hours and 45 minutes at this point. So I've watched her play five hours and 45 minutes of Pokemon and my job is to read what's going on and tell her <laughs> and help her make decisions without telling her what decisions to make, right? So, like, read all the dialogue. Oh, your Pokemon wants to learn a new move. Okay, let me tell you what the moves are and you can decide if you want it or not. You know, and, and, and I, I'm doing my best to, like, let her learn how to play a video game. Make the calls, at least. Yeah, and like, like not sure when she's making the wrong call. Yeah, like I don't want to be like now you need to go there. I'll be like you're in town. You can walk around and go in the houses and talk to people. You can do whatever. Like you can just go back out and catch Pokémon, whatever you want to do. You know, and I'm trying to like let her explore and figure out what the video games like that are about. Um at the same time, I'm I'm going crazy inside, right? Because there's, <laughs> there's things that she's doing that like my OCD can't handle, but I just have to sit there and be quiet and let her play the game. Like she has like like a giant like vault of of like you know Pokemon where she has like ten of the same one, and you can you can send them back and get 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 uh get compensated for it. You know, or like the lineup that she brings. Like she always uses Pikachu and doesn't use anyone else, so she doesn't grow like her. What are you doing, her... taking Pikachu to the ground gym, kid? Get the fuck out of here, dude! You, you know, <laughs> so like, so like, there's a lot of those aspects where I would do it differently, but I don't want to impose on her. Like I want to be helpful, but I by no means want to drive her video game experience. So Dad had to start up his own version of Pokemon. Uh, this week, so I'm about about an hour and forty five minutes of gameplay into it, uh, which is funny because I'm I'm basically where she is in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just haven't talked to anyone. I've just been speeding through it because I know what what's going on from from watching her. But I like it, man. Switches switches pretty amazing. I'm I'm a fan. If you listen to last night's uh, 100th episode of Barely a Destiny Show. Before it goes off the rails, there's a lot of switch talk. Yeah, <laughs> there really is. So, no, it's cool, man. And it was uh, today. I, I used the the mobile per- part of it because um, we do have a bunch of people with us, and I didn't want to go in my like we had, there's there's a couple periods of time where like they're playing with the girls or like people are doing things, and I'm just sitting there and I'm like, man, I got nothing to do for like 25 minutes. I'm like, but I don't want to go into my office and turn on Destiny because then I'm like secluding myself, right? Like if someone comes downstairs, like I'm just in my office door shut, like I don't want to be rude. I'm like, I don't necessarily want to play Pokemon on the TV because then the kids will like drop what they're doing and they want to come play video games. I'm like, so I'll just 
take it off the docking station and sit on the sofa and put it in my lap and just act nonchalant and play Pokemon <laughs> by myself on the sofa. And the kids don't know what's going on, and that way when people come downstairs, I can still be social. and Stupid, uh, unobservant kids. Yeah, no, it worked out really well, man. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I play my Switch almost exclusively in handheld mode. Like, I have it on the coffee table next to me so if my son's like playing with something on the floor or whatever i can just pick it up and play for a couple minutes until he like decides it's time to crawl across the over to the kitchen or like try to crawl up the stairs i can put it down real quick and then go grab him and drag him back out to the the (laughs) carpet (laughs) give myself another like couple minutes to play something yeah Uh, what uh what are you playing man uh, I've been playing a lot of Celeste. It's like a platformer that's uh, brutally hard. I think in the third level, I died like 877 times. And they're oh nice enough to, to track you, track that for you. But it's like each death only takes you back like a little ways. So like, like one screen's worth. So you just have to like work your way through some little jumping puzzle on a screen but then if you so if you die it just starts over that screen but you have it's pretty ridiculous some of the stuff they want you to do (laughs) but it's pretty fun all of your old reflexes yeah yeah it's pretty brutal but fun and then (laughs) old reflexes on really shitty controllers (laughs) yeah so then uh i got Super Smash Brothers a couple days ago, and I hadn't played a Smash Brothers game since Nintendo 64, so the learning curve is pretty steep at this point, but uh, it's been pretty fun. Nice. I've never played Smash Bros. in my life, uh, but we are having uh, the Minnesota, the Twin Cities Destiny people that are in a few of the discords that we know are all coming over to my house. Um third weekend third weekend in january i think and we're gonna play some smash bros so nice should be fun better start training i know i know (laughs) (laughs) and i need a montage (laughs) uh i don't have a switch so i played no switch games this week um but i'm taking my role in this uh Elmer Fudd, Xanafan-related Mass Effect playthrough, mm. apparently too seriously, because uh, I'm going to be done with Mass Effect 1 and on to Mass Effect 2 before we have the first uh, show, uh, which is fine. Uh, so where's where's the show? I, is the show a spinoff, or is it like someone's actual like show that you're doing a show on it? I have no idea how it's going to play out. Uh, Elmer and okay. Xan have been going back and forth. I think it's going to be its own individual series uh where they're going to host it i don't know but uh okay 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 but yeah so i have like two of the side quests left and then just basically main story to the finish line so i'm gonna be done real quick and we haven't even had the first episode yet so i'm looking forward to that but then uh i can get to mass effect 2 which is my favorite of the series so no complaints um we talked a little bit about Thronebreaker at the beginning, but uh, it's really, really good, and it's really, really fun, and i am now reached the point where I'm really invested in the story, except for every 35 to 40 minutes, it crashes. 
<laughs> so I've reached the point now where after every fight, I bring up the map. And if it takes the map more than like half a second to pop up, I know the game's going to crash. So I manually save and then manually kill the instance and restart the game so that I can keep playing for another half hour before I need to do it again. Because Has that saved you from crashing mid-game for the most part? Yeah, it has. But it took like, you know, five different play sessions that ended with me winning because it always crashes post-battle. Like, you finish it, you win, and it goes to like the next thing of the storyline, and it crashes there. And then you have to do the whole battle again. And a couple of them were super hard puzzles that took me forever to figure out. So it was like just gutting to have to do it again. Uh, those weren't so bad because once you figure out the puzzle, you can do it again. It was the actual like super hard battles that were sort of RNG related and what you drew mattered. And you'd finish it and you're like, yes, finally I beat it. And now it doesn't even count. So, oh, dude, that's rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There were a couple of nights where I ended up going to bed early because Thronebreaker crashed at the wrong time. And I'm just like, no, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to get a good night of sleep and start over in the morning because I'm just done. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wow. And then lastly, uh, the good folks at CD Projekt Red pointed out that they're changing the uh, Gwent economy uh, on the 2nd of January. So I went into the game and crafted all of the uh, the premium movie cards before they nerfed how you could create them so that I had a full premium collection before they changed the economy to make it more expensive. So I have nice, I played nice, no dude. games of Gwent this week, but I spent an hour just crafting cards. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so when it comes time that I'm actually back on the Gwent train, I'm going to have it look good at least. That's cool, man. It's so funny to me that uh, you waited for Gwent for so long and then they just dropped this like different version of it and you're just like all in. Yeah, no, I mean, it's the new version of Gwent is fun and there's a lot of design space, but there's still some flaws that they're working out. And at the same time, Destiny got really good and I spent yeah. a month playing Destiny and not playing Gwent. So it's sort of out of my system. And then this Mass Effect thing, which is like, Hey, do you want an excuse to play three of your favorite 15 games of all time? Oh, yeah, okay. I guess I'll twist my arm. I'll find a reason to do that. So Gwent has just kind of gotten bumped to the bottom of the list. Sure. I get that, man. It'll be back, though. It always comes back. Um, nice. I'm, uh, I'm proud of all of us for playing something besides Destiny this week. It has been it has been a a good I I got nothing. On the other hand, uh, <laughs> there's still three days left in this four day weekend, and I'm probably gonna play Destiny all three of those days and God, other stuff hardly ever. I wish I was too, but it probably maybe a little bit tonight, and then otherwise it's probably gonna be like Monday. Yeah. Um, well, you're working Monday. How are you gonna be able to play all day Monday if you're working? Oh yeah, I probably can't play Monday. <laughs> uh so i saw i saw what i believe to be my new favorite spider-man movie this weekend spider-man this, three weekend, this past week i'm just kidding uh spider-man into the spider-verse dude is amazing it is fucking amazing and it's anime i've heard or animation things. yeah sorry 
And, uh, and I was not expecting it to be as good as it was, but I really, I really enjoyed it. Um, couple things. Fluffy doesn't go to movies. I used to all the time with my wife. Then we had kids and did other things with our time. Right. So we showed up to the movies. We have assigned seats, you know, like a normal movie theater. And uh, we show up to the movie, I think, 10 or 15 minutes before the show started. Okay. You know, get our, get our, what's that? I said, so, you know, like 40 minutes before the movie actually starts. Yeah. I didn't realize there was going to be 25 fucking minutes of commercials at the start time of the movie. I believe it's both commercials and previews. Dude, we, (laughs) yeah. So, so the kids were with me and they sat through 40 minutes of commercials and previews before the actual previews movie are started. just commercials <laughs> with a fancy name. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so I I am gonna buy this movie, and that's that's huge for me because I don't buy movies, dude. Like it's very rare for me to buy a movie, but I am totally buying this movie when it comes out. Um, because I want to see it again correctly. You see <laughs> what happened? What happened was. We're watching all these commercials and, and and everything else and everything's fine and the movie starts and it has a different style of animation. So I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like they kind of got this like comic book graffiti thing going on and like movies movies going and I'm like, okay, it's kind of weird that some of it's out of focus. And, like, why do they have the 3D, like, blue and red outlines on some things? And then, like, and then we saw a scene right in the beginning and and nothing was in focus in the scene. Like, absolutely nothing on the screen was in focus. And I'm like, I, I turned to my wife and I'm like, dude, I'm like, they're showing the 3D version of this film. No one in the theater had glasses. Like, we did not go to a 3D version of the film. And so... Uh, she gets up to go talk to him and like four or five other people get up at the same time that she does and like walk down and and for the same reason you know they're going to talk to people they're like look you're showing the wrong version of this film um they didn't stop the film they didn't try and fix the film they gave him glasses and said here you go and so everyone else that didn't get up in the theater Watch the rest of the movie without glasses. Now, here's the thing. In a 3D film, they they do a special, like, focus with the lens. Or maybe it's in the film itself, but, you know, it goes blurry. Like, I don't know if you've ever tried to watch a 3D movie without glasses on, but it's not very nice on the eyes. Like, a lot of it's out of focus. I don't know how they had this loaded, but some of the movie was 3D and some of it was not. So, like... You'd have your glasses on and like Spider-Man was kind of hard to focus on because he's blue and red. And so like his suit was kind of wigging out the whole time. And then like you take the glasses off and you're like, okay, this actually looks okay now. And you start watching it and then you get to a couple scenes and they're totally blurry and you can't see anything. And you put the glasses back on and you're like, oh, okay, this part's in 3D. And it'd be, and then it was weird. Like, so the entire movie, I'm sitting there like, should I have my glasses on right now or off? 
You know, like you'd see some things you're like, oh yeah, no, this is totally 3D. I'm going crazy. And then you're like, okay, I can't like focus on anything because all the colors are wigged out and you slide them down a little bit and you're like, oh no, okay, this this is normal. Like I don't <laughs> need the glasses here. And then it would be all blurry again. You're like, oh, God damn it. Um, so the movie was partially... I wouldn't say ruined, but I was very distracted watching it because I constantly had that going on in the back of my head. Like, like what the fuck is going on here? Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I went up to the, to the movie ticket guy at the end of it and he, I'm like, Hey, so I think they showed the 3d movie and he just walked right over to the drawer and pulled out tickets. Like he didn't even care what my story <laughs> was. He's like, yep. He's like, they probably entered the wrong, wrong information when they loaded up the movie. He goes, here's some tickets. I'm like, okay. <laughs> All right, dude. I guess this happens more than I thought. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was cool, man. If you get a chance to see it and you like, um, Spider-Man, man, I definitely recommend checking it out. Awesome. Was this the uh, first time you guys have all gone as a family to a movie, or have you been doing it? I've gone a bit more. No, I think we've gone to other movies before. They've gone to plays and stuff too, but we just, we just, you know, it's a lot to ask a, you know, a three-year-old, four-year-old, three-year-old, yeah, yeah, for two hours straight. (laughs) She, um. She was pretty funny, man. She's like, I want to go home, like, halfway through the movie. And I'm like, you just, it's almost over. Like, be good. And, and she would, like, start making some noise. And I'm like, babe, like, shh. And she was such an angel. She was like, listen to me and didn't throw a fit or anything. And I'm like, oh, thank God. Because she could have just gone, like, ballistic three-year-old. And, and she was good. So Awesome. But, yeah, man, it's expensive. Like, I didn't, I didn't get any soda or popcorn or anything when we were there. But they did. And I, we spent like 35 bucks on popcorn and candy and slushies for them. And tickets were like 50 bucks. So it's like, yeah, that's why we don't go. Because like $80, $90 for two hours is yeah. when we can rent it at home for four or five. <laughs> yeah. But it was it was worth seeing on the big screen. <sighs> so, um, you know what's not on the big screen? Our playlist, because it's in your ears. Yep, I gotta take more messages from the uh, master to maybe hit that peak in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying my best to uh, channel my inner barely a destiny show, um, and and talk you know with those solid solid transitions. Uh, our Spotify playlist is Panda. Did you know it's been voted the best podcast playlist in 2018? So I've heard. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it's it's a pretty big deal, if I do say so myself. Um, something interesting happened this week. Uh, they're Admiral Nips. Oh, yeah? What's that? Uh, a detective, Ben Malone, emailed me his his song of the week pick for this week. For this week? And I, I said, <laughs> I, I responded, I go, are you doing a write-in for our playlist? <laughs> and he simply wrote back, yes. So, how how does I I mean I'll allow like, it. I I, I kind of want to give it to him because of the balls on him I, for I doing like, this. I but. appreciate the moxie and the song you picked last week wasn't garbage. So we're gonna we're gonna let it happen. So I I thought it was pretty hilarious. So, ben, so what's so. Uh, Ben's song of the week? So Ben 
chose Manhattan Project by the Truck Fighters. Sounds like a hell of a song. I can't wait to listen to it. Yeah. Um, I didn't listen to it ahead of time. I maybe, maybe should have. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about but it. But it's on the list. <laughs> as long as it's on Spotify and Ben says it's okay, I'm going to buy it. Yep. <laughs> um, Pando, you are actually on the show. And and the idea was to have guests on the show add to this playlist. <laughs> let's ask you, what is your song uh, for for the playlist? Well, so I struggled with this all week, and uh, I made a couple choices, and then I realized that you see, back in the day, um, rap albums had skits on them that were really terrible, oh, and yeah. and. It, they either were at the beginning or the end of songs almost exclusively. So the first two choices I had for this list had a terrible, terrible skit attached to both of them. So I decided to save everyone and not pick those songs. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So uh, I decided to go with a song that uh, that I used to pump up when when I'm doing a lifting competition or something uh, gets me pumped up in the gym. So I went with uh, victory or death by Twista. Uh, nice. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I know it, you don't know uh, Twista? but I will soon. Yeah, yeah, you will. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, what do you got nips? Well, uh, Trog managed to get down his uh, song on the play or on the uh, notes before life took a curveball for him. So, we got uh, Forget About Dre by, uh, you know, Dr. Dre from Trog, which is great. Yeah. Uh, I was I was going to, uh, I was going to add that. I was just, just kind of giving you the spotlight. But yeah, Trog, I, I do feel like we should add his song because oh, yeah. one, it's a great song. Yeah. And two, he would have been here if he could have. Right, exactly. So, so we will definitely put it on. And then when we finally get Trog on the show, he'll get to pick another song. Uh, and as we found from Panda saying, asking people to put songs on the playlist has added a bit of stress to their life, which I like. So, <laughs> so for your song, yes, which is, why don't you uh, tell me it before is I, before I say anything, Kiso's Huar. Uh, it's an instrumental. Uh, I actually first heard it on Ninja with Noel's playlist when I was watching okay. a stream a whole bunch. And I'm like, man, this song is super catchy. So. It made its way onto my playlist, and now every time it comes on, it just makes me smile. So, so there's a radio f- edit yeah, that's version, the one you want. and then there is featuring MSP. You want the radio, radio edit, edit one. version, okay? So, but yeah, it's uh, and then I was uh playing my playlist when my cousins were over a couple weeks ago, and uh, they had just got back from Croatia, and they're like, "Hey, we were just in this place because the the album cover is an actual picture of the island." of war and they're like and i was like oh great do you like the song and they're like yeah it's good too so i'm like all right good <laughs> enough for me it's on the list awesome um my pick i went back and forth i actually have I've seen like two different the... uh things on here from you so i know you've yeah, been off yeah i have i have another document that i've been i've been putting songs down on just so i can go back and forth and uh, you had to take your dogs out, so I actually listened to the song I picked, and then I started listening to other things, and um, this was this was added right before the show started. <laughs> awesome! But, 
<laughs> it's from it's from Zion Eye, uh, and he's featuring Grouch and Eli. And if this playlist goes on long enough, you'll hear tons of Eli songs from me because he's definitely my favorite rapper. Um, but the song is I Love California Like You. And it is a it's off of like a EP that they did. And it's three of my favorite West Coast rappers doing a song together. Um, so, yeah, it's a it's a good, good beat. It's got it's got a lot of energy to it. So I think people will like it. I keep wanting to put like punk songs and other things on there, but I just there's just too many hip hop songs that I like. <laughs> so if, yeah. if someone was if someone was looking for this playlist, they they could find it on your website, right? Uh, so yes, yes, yes. potato so, at potatothumbs dot com. No, no, that's not on the it is, it is the website is potato at potatothumbs dot com. <laughs> um. So the playlist is Potato Thumbs Podcast Playlist. Um, the user, I believe, is Potato Thumbs, or Potato Thumbs Podcast is our username. Um, on Spotify. We put, yep, on Spotify. We put the playlist in the Discord, and we are also going to be putting it out on Twitter um, once it gets a little bit longer for Twitter. We have... Probably almost an hour with today, right? 18 songs, one hour and 14 minutes. There we go. So I guess, yeah. It's, it's 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 broke the hour we can probably put it out on on uh twitter now too but um yeah that that is where they want to listen to it thank you for asking panda thank you um one thing that i'm asking you guys though is well, what are you drinking this week i uh came down here tonight and cracked open a beer before the show and <laughs> Took one sip and immediately wrote down in the notes, uh, Central Waters Bourbon Barrel Age Stout. Uh, God, Central Waters just killing it again, dude. They're so good. And this is, it's like 10.5%, so it's, it's. Uh, and while we were doing all of the talk about how liquids uh, add up your calories pretty quickly, I went and looked, and it's like 290 calories per bottle. Um, yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm okay stopping where I stopped, but it is really good. It's a, it's a really good stout, and the the bourbon barrel doesn't add a ton of extra kick, but enough that you get that little bit of bourbon taste, but not overpowered by it. Nice. Also, our good friend BitDead sent us a message today. <gasps> Beer Dad? Yeah. <laughs> he, he knows the holidays mess us up, so he sends us a message first asking, hey, when are you recording? So that he can get us his uh, his message before we actually record. And a quick aside before you start: sure. if you've never heard Beardad's voice, you can hear it on the newest Barely Destiny show, episode one hundred that we were on this week. And they played his recording while we were on the show, mm-hmm. which is awesome because you know he's Beardad, right? I love it. Dulcet tones, baby. Gentlemen, how the devil are you? Fluffy, I hope Father Christmas bought you everything you wanted. And Nips, I hope you bought yourself everything you wanted. (laughs) (laughs) For this festive period, I grabbed three bottles of a local dark beer from Elmwood Brewery, which is brewed in Norfolk. I got the brown ale, a porter, and a stout. Sadly, my wife threw out the empty brown ale bottle before I was able to write about it. And to be honest, it wasn't overly good, so no great loss. It reminded me a little of a Belgian beer, but the aftertaste didn't. 
The Porter, called The Winter Solstice, on the other hand, was quite good. It starts off smooth and rich and ends with malty and vanilla flavors. The label says it has cinnamon, but I didn't get that. Lastly, there is a stout called Dark Horse, made with roasted barley and black malt, combined with Challenger and Holdings hops to create a rich, velvety stout that surprised me with how good it was. All in all, the drinks didn't start well, but improved. On a personal note, I'd like to thank you for all the hard work that goes into bringing us this great show every week. I can't wait to see what's coming in 2019. Much love, gents. Bit dead. Thanks, Beer Dad. I really appreciate it. I appreciate you writing in every week. I don't yeah. do any hard work. It's all on Fluffy's end, but uh, I'm sure he appreciates your, your thanks. Well, you have to be on point for when I say words that don't exist or uh, mispronounce <laughs> things or just plain out, just make up English. So you do work. It's just it's just live work. <laughs> but no, I, I really do appreciate that you, you write in every week and you post, uh, retweet the podcast on Twitter every week and then tag us in your, your weekly list of podcasts you listen to. I appreciate it a ton. Yeah, no. Yeah, dude, you're awesome. It does. It means a lot, man. It's cool. Um, Panda, what are you drinking? In the in the land of IPAs and and uh, and legalized weed, craft breweries. <laughs> um. So, I, well, I actually haven't. I, well, I actually had a beer last night, but other than that, I hadn't drank beer since we started this competition. But <laughs> uh, you're more hardcore than I am. <laughs> I had some scotch, but okay. Uh, my choice for this week is uh, Black Raven Brewery uh, Trickster IPA. It's a six point nine percent alcohol, American style IPA. Uh, got some citrusy, piney, hoppy goodness. Nice. I um, I have not not had beer in fact i have not 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 had beer since we started this yeah i think that was the right amount of knots anyways um i just limit the amount of nights that i have it It, nips's eyes are closed if only i could get him to also shake his head then i know i've really done a good job (laughs) i'll try again next week um we went to surly with uh my cousins on the other side of the family this week and they had Cacao Bender. Ooh. Which is my jam. And uh, I did I did beg if, to buy a growler or something, and they can't sell because of how big they are. So it is one of those beers that you can only ever get if you go there. And it's never guaranteed to be on tap. So take it for what it's worth. But I had three, three or four of them. While we were there, I didn't try anything else. I was like, nope, this is my beer. Like, this is all I'm drinking (laughs) while I'm here tonight because I can't get it any other time. Uh, And it was fantastic. It was really good. And um, one of my friends who I grew up with, who I go on a bunch of snowboarding trips with, uh, he lives down the street and he is not a big drinker. So they he hit me up the day of and he's like, hey, you want to ride? So he picked up the wife and I and we got taxied down there and taxied back and we didn't have to worry about driving so it was great we both had a good time ideal and uh yeah so hopefully hopefully 
Nips, you and uh, you and Mr. Briz can make it up sometime while they still have it on tap. Uh, I talked to the guy, and he said typically it's like a winter to spring type thing. So, But I've had it in the summer, so... Briz and I are talking about it. We're trying to figure out a weekend that'll work, so... Yeah, we'll make it happen. We'll get up there. All right, awesome. Sweet, guys. Well, I do, I do believe that that is... Uh... That is quite the show that we had today. Sitting right on that two-hour mark. It's pretty uh, it's pretty potato thumbs of us. I don't know what it is. It doesn't matter what we talk about or what happens in the week. We just always seem to end up at this spot at the end of the show. It's always like... Uh, I do remember. Uh, we talked about that, you know, 76 episodes ago. It's like, hey, yeah, hour-long podcast is sort of like the listening time. And we just decided, eh, fuck it. People want to listen yeah. to us. We'll talk as long as we'll talk, and that'll be it. Yeah, you know, man. the 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 cool thing is like having that attitude has made this podcasting experience just that much better. Uh, my in laws were asking about it tonight, and uh, I looked it up, and we have nine thousand seven hundred downloads on seventy five episodes. So we're gonna be gonna be hitting that. Uh, at 10k here pretty soon uh, for uh downloads it's crazy it yeah. still blows my mind that people actually listen to us talk every week i appreciate <laughs> it but it blows my mind well even like people like panda that are like yeah i'll come back on your <laughs> show yeah, not even the <laughs> listeners the people who say they'll join us knowing what they're getting into the first timers i understand <laughs> they, they don't know what they're getting into but <laughs> um so anyways uh <laughs> DeathRx.com is the website that we have. You can join the clans. You can join the Discord. There are some podcasts on there. If you want to get into our Discord, you can always message myself or Nips um, or one of our many other mods because they are definitely not doing anything else with their time besides trolling each other. I don't know why you modded so many people. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I don't. I yeah. Whatever. I, I, they're all fine. <laughs> um. But yeah, jump in the Discord, um, guys. Come and come play games with us. Come and get healthy with us. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of fun. We do cool things. So, Panda, dude, I love it when you fucking come on our show, man. Thank you for coming on again. <laughs> yeah, no problem. The uh, the getting healthy talk really, you you really helped us spread some knowledge tonight, man. I I appreciate that. I'm. I'm pretty pumped about that. I'm excited to listen back to it again. Yeah, if people have more questions that they want answered, um, I don't know all the answers, but uh, if you message me in Discord or something, uh, I'm usually pretty active in there, so you can get an answer. I'll make something up for you if I don't know it, and it'll sound good. It's true. It sounds good. It's always <laughs> it's always a pretty great uh, kick in the butt too. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know. Obviously, the stuff makes sense, and you just need to stick to it. And that's always a, that nice little. You're always in there supporting everybody uh, when they're good and bad. You're like, yeah, keep going, or hey, here's the thing you can do. So I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, man. Right on. Um, Panda, if we want to find you, where would we do so? Uh, or how would we do so? Be uh, Snatching Panda on Twitter, Snatching Panda on Xbox, and Snatching Panda in all discords that matter. 
Awesome. Admiral Nips, where can we find you? Uh, on Twitter, at Admiral Nips. And, you know, in Discord. Usually trying to troll Bushido. And I am FluffyFingersMD. You can find me on Twitter, sometimes on Twitch, and always in the Discord. Um, we are Potato Thumbs Podcast. Check out our website, Potato Thumbs at Podcast. Thanks, guys. That's how the internet works. Night. Yeah. Happy 2018. Woo!